Welcome to Beauty and the Gi, your podcast home for gripping conversations about jujitsu on and off the mat. I'm Jen Eads, a white belt full of curiosity that really misses being on the mat right now. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu purple belt, still obsessed with jiu-jitsu, which is really hard since we can't really do it. <laughs> That's good that you're still obsessed. Yeah. I Well, <laughs> so I can't do it at all right now because I hurt my neck really bad. So I can't even drill or anything, which is dumb. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I've been watching a ton of instructionals and taking notes and that kind of stuff. So at least there's that's, that. That's good. That's promising. Yeah. This episode is inspired by the first episode of Brene Brown's new podcast. It's called Unlocking Us. And her first episode was all about what she calls the FFTs. And it's about struggle and awkwardness of doing something for the first time. And spoiler alert, that F is not for fun. (laughs) It's for beep first times. (laughs) See, I just made the edit there so I don't have to go back and do it later. Right, that's... That's talent. That's that's such a professional. <laughs> totally. <laughs> we were renaming it in the car, like difficult first time. She even has like a kid's version that's like terrible first time. Oh, yeah. 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 So <laughs> yeah. we were thinking of other options, you know, keep keeping mm-hmm. it clean. <laughs> right. I'm just going to go with beeping first times. <laughs> I said like freaking first time would oh, be, yeah. you know, that's yeah. fairly acceptable. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But it was funny because as I was listening to her episode, as I was walking the dog last week, I kept thinking about all of the awkward, weird, frustrating first times of jujitsu and how like they still keep coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought about <laughs> shrimping for the first time and even okay, so last night while we're online, we're on our Zoom and we're doing the solo drills. That stupid EOS drill, I still <laughs> like that is still an awkward, horrible, horrible struggle for me. And then, you know, there's all of the other struggles yeah. and first times. Oh, yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Well, and, and for anyone that doesn't know, um, EOs are sometimes referred to as like a side shrimp too. Um, so if you don't know what that is, look it up because it is torture for starters. <laughs> it's a great ab workout, um, but it's, you know, something we try to add into our either warm ups if we're, you know, in real life or, mm-hmm. you know, we've been doing them in our solo drills and stuff. So good, good amount of suck. <laughs> yeah. So if you are finding this after the time of social distancing and whatever we're calling what we're experiencing right now, yeah, we're not really on the mat. So yeah. let's, I, I, one of the things that you and I were talking about when we were talking about this episode is one of the first times for a lot of people right now is trying to do jujitsu online and using zoom and things like that. Yeah, it's been interesting. And um, I'm amazed, like, the difference, you know, there's definitely been two sides here. Like, there's been the jujitsu schools that have just embraced it and like, okay, this is this is what we're going to do during this time. And there have been a lot that have just like hit the pause button. We'll get back together when we can get back together. In the meantime, just take this time off. But, you know, so for us, we've been doing two Zoom classes a day. And it's great. Like I, I love watching James teach them. I've actually not been the uke for the past two weeks because again, <laughs> I hurt my neck. So thank God for Risser. Risser came in and and tagged in for me. And <laughs> I'm like, I want to be healthy again so that I can train. But also, I really enjoyed you know watching the two of them. <laughs> oh, I'm sure <laughs> they're hilarious together. So 
but you know, like James does a great job of like telling people how to do it by themselves and, and how to go through it. And then he gets to watch the people and, and kind of help them, you know, Hey, you know, that right hand needs to go a little more up or whatever. Um, so it's been it's been good and it's been fun to like really watch people and see how they are improving. Like we have a lot of people that are really improving because there's not all the other distractions. There's right. not the distraction of all your other friends on the mat or people coming into the school or your kids or I mean, definitely some people's kids are still distraction. <laughs> they're they're pets. The pets is the biggest distraction. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves to make oh, an appearance. I love it. It's my favorite part. <laughs> seeing everybody's animals but it's funny to watch like the dogs attack people while they're trying to drill (laughs) oh yeah it's really super enjoyable yeah (laughs) moose still is able to tell time very well so like typically at the end of class when we do like the screenshot class picture moose Mm -hmm. will come down just like just like he would come out to bow out at the end of class (laughs) he's like this is my moment right (laughs) yeah he knows totally yeah yeah. But, you know, it's been hard for people, you know, again, like you said, it's that that first time thing, mm-hmm. just getting comfortable with it. Um, and I think, you know, the longer that we've been in this stay at home, stay safe, s- social distance thing, the more people that are starting to join us, because the more yeah. people that are like, OK, I've had three weeks off or whatever, I, I'm mm-hmm. ready to find some way to train in some capacity. Even for me, just having the solo drills, mm-hmm. that's all that I've shown up to. I don't I don't know why I haven't actually joined a class yet. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. You um, should. I know, I know. I absolutely should, especially since we're talking about them on the podcast. Right? I have not done them. But I still feel just like I'm, I don't know. I don't know what my little mental hang up is about going to class on yeah. Zoom. And yeah. And I think the, I think the main reason that I show up for solo drills is just because I do miss everyone yeah. so much. Yeah. And I think the other piece is maybe I'm just kind of lazy. That's that's just where I am right now. Yeah. Because I don't like to run. I don't like to lift. I don't like to do other exercises that I would normally do by myself. Right. I like I like jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. I do enjoy lifting. I, I've really, you know, like I do enjoy it. I hate riding a bike. I mean, like if I could like actually go out and ride a bike, great. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. coasting wind in my hair kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Cheater stuff. Um, right. I like that. Um, but riding the stationary bike is like the death of me. I hate it so much. <laughs> but yeah. that's about all I've done since I hurt my neck. So I'm trying to do what I can, I guess. Oh, yeah. You know, it's good, like, because you have more friends, you know, like we do the solo drills and the the ones we do are just the team girls. And then the others we do have been open up. So you're kind of getting to see people. But I think a little more like when you do the classes, you get to see people a little bit more. You get to talk a little bit more. Um, James is there. So he gets to tell stories, <laughs> which is always one of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes it feel more normal you know like it's it's still james just being ridiculous and right kind of i'll be coming to class i'll be coming back soon all right all right (laughs) let's uh let's tangent on brene brown for a minute just oh okay just in case any of our audience like lives under a rock (laughs) okay yes because we're both fairly maybe mildly obsessed with her yes yeah i I would say yes yeah Yeah. how'd you Mm -hmm. first find out about her 
I think I first heard her on maybe Oprah's Super Soul yeah. podcast. Yeah. So it's it's been a while. I think I heard her on that like before I ever read any of her books or anything. And I was like, oh, I like this girl. Yeah, yeah. I had kind of heard of her, but like the first real solid memory I have is like that Netflix special. Oh, yeah. Um, which then made me go back and watch her TED Talk. And um, mm-hmm. so since all of the COVID stuff, we did a book club with me and Risser and a couple of our friends and then my sisters and my mom. Mm-hmm. And did it all through Zoom. Um, we'd read a couple of chapters and meet on a Sunday night and talk about it. Um, we read Daring Greatly. Uh-huh. And it, man, it caused some very intense conversations and some real deep looks into like who we are as people and how we identify. And it was it was great and terrible all at the same time. <laughs> I think that's just her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is. She really holds up a mirror for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like let's dive into this. And I think a book club was the best way I could have consumed that book though because you know just reading it you kind of take it in but like when you get together with the people closest to you and you have a conversation about it because there would be some points where I'd be like I didn't really um relate to this section and and they'd be like what about this part and I'm like oh Uh (laughs) yeah that is me huh (laughs) so it was it was really good to do it that way I I highly recommend it I'm glad to hear that because I started reading it. I think it was Daring Greatly. It was one of them. And I was like, it's it's okay. Yeah. I would just much rather listen to her talk about her work than read it. Because I just feel like there, there's, I, number one, I just love to hear her tell stories. Oh, yeah. She paints such a picture in the FFT episode when she's talking about standard issue 90s breakup bangs. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Oh, I know those bangs. Yeah. <laughs> I know those girls. <laughs> yep. Yep. And she's just so real. Mm-hmm. As you know, she's very intelligent. She will call you on your stuff, whatever. But yeah, you know, listening to her, she's so super real. And, you know, she she's like, don't call me the poster child for vulnerability because I don't right. like being vulnerable. <laughs> I, I hate it. I'm just, you know, I understand yeah. the importance of it. So I also listened to her interview with Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. And I haven't she, heard that one yet. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't know I wanted to read that book until I listened to that. Like Alicia has a oh, book wow. out. And one of the first things she said, Renee said, um, was I knew I'd learn a lot about you reading this book. I had no idea how much I'd learn about myself. Oh, that's interesting. And Alicia was like, can I quote you on that? <laughs> right. <laughs> she was like, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's I've I've um done a lot more reading during this time, which has been nice. Mm-hmm. And I've probably ordered like ten books throughout. That's what I've spent you know the most money on <laughs> during this <laughs> lockdown is like buying new books. <laughs> yeah, I've just been working. That's good. I should probably read more. Yeah, no, I mean getting work done is important too. I also it is. It's nice. I wrote two books in this time. I mean, I I wrote an ebook and then I just finished a book that I started last year. So got those out. Well, one's in editing. One is being sold. I've sold several copies already of the ebook. Are we going to have links to that in the show notes? We could. (laughs) What's it about? What what are you writing about? The ebook I wrote is six side hustles to stimulate 
the economy. Shoot, I don't know what it's called. Change the <laughs> change the title so many times. Um, that's the idea, though. Stimulate your bank account and the economy. Okay. Um, and then uh, the book that I finished was on newsletters. So despite the fact that I've been teaching business owners for, I don't know, eight years or something now, I had never written a business book. So these are my first two business books. And the newsletter one, even though it sounds like a very boring subject, I'm pretty proud of. I think it's I think it's going to be pretty decent. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now I have to decide what's next. I have about 30 different subjects I want to write books on. So I'm not even surprised by that. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I'm just practicing instruments and making podcasts. That's oh, pretty much it. I am. I started guitar lessons last week. That's very exciting. I'm learning Melissa Etheridge's Shaking. That's the that was my first request. Nice. So, so what are you, what are your FFTs with uh, guitar? Risser's husband's teaching us, okay. and Risser plays instruments already, and mm-hmm. John has like a perfect ear for it. And so I have never played anything other than through a quarter in the fourth grade or fifth grade or whatever. Sweet. <laughs> so my biggest FFT was just that I wouldn't be able to keep up with them, and that I would be kind of a you know a drag mm-hmm. <laughs> like a letdown uh-huh. I you know it's going okay so far like they're they're being fine John really thought we'd get through that whole song the first night mm-hmm. <laughs> boy was that a surprise I was like no because he was like what other songs do you want to learn I was like you are overestimating my <laughs> ability to learn the first one <laughs> so this is where we do the reality checking expectations exactly. with everyone involved exactly right <laughs> yeah so it was like you're gonna have to slow that down a lot <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah. So it's been it. You know, we're just starting the fingers like the 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 way your fingers feel when you play guitar is really interesting. Glad oh. I'm not also working spider garden this time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lots of calluses. Yeah. I kind of like make it. Your jiu-jitsu better. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. I can't stop like pushing on my fingers because it feels weird. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. So it's been fun. I'm excited to like be able to play a whole song and someday I want to be able to sing the words while I play. But that seems very difficult at this point. Yeah, that takes a while. That is a lot of. um, Oh, what's the word? Because I don't even have words anymore. Coordination. (laughs) Yeah. That's going to be like me singing and doing jujitsu. You singing and playing guitar. It's basically the same thing. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah, perfectly. Except nobody's trying to triangle you while you're playing guitar, mostly, usually. That's true. I sent my mom a video of me practicing the first day, like after John left. Um, and she said, you look like a dancer watching your feet while you're practicing. <laughs> I was like, yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so funny. So let's talk about the FFT Like what happens when we do actually get to get back on the mat? What do you think that's going to look like? And who knows? I mean, really, like it's so it's so hard to tell. We've gone through a lot of different thoughts about what it could look like. You know, Mm -hmm. like, will it? I don't think that it'll just open back up and we'll be back in classes. But I also don't know. You know, like, I just don't know. I don't know what they're going to advise under the like phases, which we don't even know here in Indiana if they're going to do those phases. <laughs> like, we literally right. are just in this holding point. <laughs> um, but under those phases that they announced, 
actual jujitsu couldn't happen until phase three. Oh, wow. So because phase one, gyms can open up, but you still have to social distance. Uh huh. Well, yeah. Real difficult for jujitsu. Right. Um, and so we've talked about a few different ways that we could do that. We talked about, you know, and these are just us brainstorming. Like mm-hmm. we could tape off the mat yeah. and you could reserve your square six feet away from everyone else. And we'd have solo drills for a class or we would have, you know, bring your own dummy in for a class. Mm-hmm. Or like if you have a partner that is your partner and, you know, you guys have agreed that's it. That's the only person you're training with. Then you the two of you could, you know, like we could do different classes where it was different things. Yeah. And that's just like I said, that's just us brainstorming. We also talked about like if it were nice enough, everybody could bring their little square of mats out into our yard and we could, right. just, you know, like have uh, we have two acres. Like that's plenty of room for social distancing. And James could be like, all right, do this. <laughs> I'll bring some PA. Fine. We'll totally be able to hear him. Yeah, exactly. We've, James is loud. He's fine. Right. And if he's not loud enough, I sure am. Oh, yeah. We don't even need a PA. Right? Never. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we've talked about a lot of different things. You know, we do masterminds with a lot of um, school owners. I have one coming up today that is with like Emily Kwok and Hannette Stack and actually coaches from all over the world. So mm-hmm. we're just going to brainstorm what this looks like and how to best serve our community. And I don't know, it's going to be tough. As we were doing the drills last night, I was kind of wondering, so when we do actually get back and we get to compete, I wonder if we'll all be so used to being in these like confined little spaces that it's going to change how we actually roll. Like we won't be rolling all over the place. it might for a minute, but I think mm-hmm. we have more muscle memory in taking up space. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. So I, I think I think that it might in the very beginning, but I don't know that that would last. Yeah. So it, it, it's tough. Like all of it is, I mean, we won't know what to do until we're just doing it. And we won't know if we're on the right side of history with it until it's all over. That's true. <laughs> we, You yeah. know, like there's no way of being like, you know, we're definitely doing the right thing. It's just going to be, you know, doing the best we can. Yeah, exactly. Well, and one of the things that we should probably actually talk about too is in this, in the Brene episode, she talks about like how you actually know when you're going through an FFT and kind of the process for handling that. And I feel like maybe we should touch on that just for a minute. So the first thing that you do is actually recognize it like, oh, yeah, this is awful because I've never done it before. Right. And then kind of normalize it just by talking about it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm about to compete for the first time. No wonder I want to go throw up. Right. <laughs> Although <laughs> it doesn't have to just be the first time that you want to right. throw up when you compete. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I guess then you can be like, well, it's the first time that I've done it with this amount of stripes or with this, yeah, <laughs> with true. these opponents or, you know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And it like, it can always be the first time that it looks just like that at least. Um, right. But yeah, I, I liked that she was saying that naming it as, you know, that first time doesn't give it power. It gives you power. Like just exactly. recognizing it and being like, all right, this is, this is the first time. It's okay. If it's awkward, it's okay. If it's uncomfortable, it's okay. If it's scary, it's the first time we just have to get through it. And then we have something to base everything else off of. Yeah. 
I also liked how she talked about reality checking expectations, not just for yourself, but for everyone else that's involved in it. And I think that really probably won't apply to competition so much. I don't know that you're going to go reality check <laughs> with who you're going to compete against. But <laughs> but maybe not the people you compete against, but maybe like your family who's never seen jujitsu and they're coming to right. watch you for the first time. Like, so maybe with them, you kind of manage expectations like, hey, you know, I don't know how this is going to go. Yep. <laughs> Just yep. so you know, I could get beat up. It's okay. Yep. I get beat up all the time. That's jujitsu. <laughs> exactly. Put it into perspective. Exactly. It's fine. It's just part of it. <laughs> yeah. there, I've done some of that with Beth. Yeah. Getting her used to coming to, to watch. Because I think if they don't see it every day, it's right. weird. Yeah. 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 I did a uh, an interview recently. I don't think it's out yet. But the interview was basically on like, um, like masculinity. Um, mm-hmm. But they were talking about you know, like jujitsu being inherently violent. And I was like, mm-hmm. I just don't think about it that way. And and they were talking about like, they they come into jujitsu to get that aggression out. And I was like, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> I think like aggression is part of stress and mm-hmm. you're getting that stress out. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're not coming in like to beat somebody up. You're coming in because, you know, it's a good stress reliever. So it was just interesting, like, you know, because like how outside people see it as being Mm -hmm. an aggressive thing. And it's not necessarily. Right. Well, I mean, when you look at me, you immediately think, oh, that's the face of aggressiveness right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Same. (laughs) Especially you. Yeah. Especially when you're wearing a cute little dress. (laughs) Most people don't really know what could happen to them. (laughs) It, uh, back up, you know, several years ago, and we went through this phase where all of the coaches were like, you just need to be more aggressive. You need to get more mean. You need to like, they were just getting on me that I wasn't being aggressive enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one tournament I go in, like, I'm going to murder everyone. And I'm getting all like jacked up and like mad and worst tournament I've ever had in my entire life. Really? Um, oh, it was awful. I don't even remember what happened in the tournament. Like I couldn't point out my opponents that I fought that day. Mm -hmm. It was a terrible experience. And I was like, that's not me at all. Yeah. I'm not that angry, aggressive person. And so that's not my Mm jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. A little tangent there, but (laughs) you know what? That's what happens these days. Right. (laughs) I'm just excited to talk to another human that doesn't live in my house. Well, at least that human bakes you cookies. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Not good for my ghee, but awfully (laughs) nice for me. So uh, this this seems like a good thing to talk about. Let's talk about an FFT coming back from an injury and training for the first time. I feel like this is like the story of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I I have some experience with this. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of different things to it. I've seen a lot of people come back very scared, right? Like they remember getting hurt. They don't want Mm -hmm. that to happen again. And so they're, you know, if if it was a neck injury, then they don't want you to touch their neck at all. Uh, Even if they're 100% fine, 100% healed, they just have that trauma from it. Mm -hmm. And then there's someone like me who just becomes 
an idiot. And I'm just like, it's fine. I'm fine. Go ahead. It's fine. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's, you know, that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. It's somewhere in the middle of that is a lot better. (laughs) How do you find that happy medium? It's tough. Uh, Well, I have a good person checking me on it. So that's helpful. (laughs) That's true. I have risks are yelling at anyone that like touches an injury. (laughs) Like I will murder you if you break her. (laughs) It's always helpful. (laughs) Uh And it's funny that it's not even James. Oh, no, no. James is probably most likely to do it. (laughs) He forgets so much. We were playing games the other night and um, he we were playing like uh why can't i think of the word you know the game where you act things out charades charades good gork <laughs> good lord <laughs> thank you um we we're playing charades and it was like grapple or wrestling or something and he started to attack me and wrestler was like she has a neck injury oh my gosh. <laughs> so he's he never remembers <laughs> So, yeah, he he gets threatened just as much. <laughs> oh, that's um, too funny. But, you know, a couple of things. One, for me, even when I'm injured, I'm still on the mat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was me before I was a coach, too. I was there taking notes. Um, I like to, you know, while there's rolling going on, just watch two people that I can be like, OK, I'm going to pretend I'm Jen through this. You know, what would I do there? What, you know, what is she doing? Well, like any of that stuff, like I try and put myself in that place. So then when I start doing things again, coming back from that injury, I didn't miss that time of Mm jujitsu. I still had that mat time. I still learned things in that time. Right. So, yeah, so that makes it a lot easier from that standpoint. Mm -hmm. And then it is a little bit about coming back slowly. Maybe at first you're just drilling and you're only drilling things that you can do, like with a neck injury okay, let's drill 50-50 and leg attacks, you know, like that's, and if that's not the curriculum, then I'm sitting and I'm taking notes. Mm -hmm. But if I can, you know, choose what I'm drilling, that I'm drilling things that passing or something that's not hurting my neck more. And then it's just building up, coming back, you know, a light roll with somebody you really trust, being slow and patient about it. I am not a patient person, but (laughs) no, (laughs) I try. (laughs) I know it's a struggle for you. I'm so ready to roll right now. It's insane. (laughs) I can't take it. (laughs) Yeah. What's what's another FFT for jujitsu? The first time going to any other, like another school. Oh, um, yeah. Or, you know, around here, we rotate between a few different schools for women's competition training mm-hmm. um, or like a camp or something like that. So going into that new atmosphere, I think, is a, a big one. And so, you know, there's a lot of different things. One, if you can take a buddy, always great. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you'll know someone once you get there. Yeah. One thing I've been trying to really focus on is when I go into a new place, immediately going up and introducing myself to everyone Mm -hmm. because everybody there feels just as uncomfortable as you do. So they may feel more comfortable if it's their school, at least, you know, they're comfortable with their mat and stuff, but there's still a lot of new people coming in that they don't know. So, you know, if I can go up and introduce myself, then it's made us both feel more comfortable. Right. Also just one of those dumb things, smiling helps. (laughs) (laughs) Just like if you literally think about smiling Mm -hmm. and and do it without 
looking like a crazy person if possible. (laughs) 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 Then, you know, I think it helps like mentally, but also it kind of takes away that like RBF. And so people are more likely to approach you as well. So I think and like the the shrimping, the anything like that forward rolls um, inverting for the first time, you just have to let go and and know that it's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. Those like break dancing things that we do in the solo drills. I can't even imagine what I look like. And it doesn't matter, oh, yes. right? Like, who cares? <laughs> um, the first no, time. No, AJ, it totally matters. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, it really doesn't. <laughs> the first time that I tried to teach them, I was like, I can't even get to it. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> and then, you know, like, like I said, I found it and I was like, oh, okay, this is it. And then I lost it again. I was like, nope, that's not it anymore. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> but it's just, you know, like now it's one of my favorite drills to do. So I'm still waiting for it to click. Yeah. You me. just you just have to know that it's it's OK for it to be awkward and weird and uncomfortable. And I think it's even more weird trying to not hit the couch or the wall. Right. While you're doing it. Yep. Like it's one thing to try to not hit your teammates. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always worried I'm going to like roll back and hit the stairs because right. like our mats are like up against our uh, basement <laughs> stairs. I'm like, one of these times I'm going to crack my head right on that first stair. <laughs> like, oh, AJ's unconscious. This <laughs> <laughs> is how I picture it. <laughs> right. That's OK. Moose can take over training. Yeah, it's fine. yeah he'll be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he'll be out. He'll run away so fast. He's <laughs> scared of everything. <laughs> Let's talk about rolling with a higher belt for the first time. Okay. You should talk about that first. I should talk about that. Okay. Just because I get to do that. It's very normal for me at this point, right? Like, so you're a lot closer to that, you know, what it was like to roll with a higher rank the first time. Because everyone's higher rank than me. Yeah. I mean, really, like, (laughs) not now. Now you have some rank on people, but it wasn't that long ago that, you know, all the options were higher. That's true. Now I've now I've got my two stripes on my white belt. <laughs> and it's I still get just I can't I can't even talk about it because I'm nervous just thinking about it. Do you? <laughs> oh my god, I hate it. Like with anybody? Like do you hate rolling? Pretty with much me? with anybody. Um You're allowed no, to say I yes. Don't. It's okay. No, actually I don't. I just know that you'll start singing and I'll be like, oh, my God, I'm doing absolutely nothing here. (laughs) Nothing, nothing. I'm just I don't even know what I'm doing. I feel like my head just goes completely empty. Anything that I knew about jujitsu runs away, scurries out of my brain. (laughs) (laughs) So um, everyone should know that I don't sing to be a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, it was it was at Christmas time, so it was Christmas carols. Yeah, yeah. So you were really just spreading joy. I was on the spreading mats. joy. That's that's what I do. <laughs> and you know, like I, I've probably talked about it before, but for one, singing helps me breathe. Mm-hmm. Also, it I may be a jerk by singing because I'm a terrible singer, so <laughs> it may be a way to get you to tap out. I don't know, um, <laughs> but you know it it keeps me calm. I love music. I'm I. I love listening to music. So I have a playlist for everything. Um, And 
you can usually guess my mood by what playlist is playing at the school. Um, <laughs> so singing helps me with my jujitsu. Like it helps mm-hmm. me feel calm. It helps me like just work from like muscle memory a little bit and not overthink stuff. It just, you know, keeps it fun for me. So I, I always recommend and, you know, backing up to when like you were having some issues with panic. I'm like, who's your mm-hmm. favorite, you know, singer, band, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's put that on. Let's put yeah. that on so you can like sing while you're trying to do jujitsu. So it kind of takes you out of that, um, that fight or flight and just kind of into, oh, this is music. I love music. Let's just move. Yeah, it's much easier when you think about it that way. And it's not all higher belts. It's mostly just like people I don't know. Yeah. I, I actually, I really enjoy rolling with higher belts at the school, like Risser and yeah. Andrea and Valerie, because I'm always, I learn so much when I roll from with them. Yeah. I feel like that's what really, we can drill and we can do the stuff. But when you actually put it into practice mm-hmm. with somebody that's a higher rank, I'm like, oh, and then you screw it up. I think I learned faster on things not to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By rolling with them because, you know, if I put an arm, if I just put it out there, uh-huh. like, <laughs> I know really, really bad things are going to happen. Yep, yep. You're in someone's Which, garden, you grab up on their collar and they're like, uh-uh. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and then or as soon as I back. do it, I'm like, no. <laughs> I feel like it's. I see it in slow motion as soon as I do it. Well, and most likely... They'll do it in slow motion, right? So, like, I mean, really, like, typically, so let's take the, like, a big mistake everyone makes is they put one leg up outside of your guard, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm on my back, I have guard, they put a leg up, and I'm like, I'm going to tuck under for a pendulum sweep. And then, Uh like, I do it, like, the slowest motion possible so that, like, you'll get your leg back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then Because I always say it's my job to make it harder and harder and harder, right? So I'll come Mm -hmm. after it a little faster as you've, you know, done it 20 times in a round or something. Not you, anybody. Um, (laughs) No, probably me. But but really, like, that's what I like about going with the higher ranks is that a lot of times they give you that little bit of, like, oh, hey, I'm going to take this arm. If mm-hmm. you do that, like, so, yeah. and w- even if they don't say it out loud, but they kind of like, lock uh-huh. it up, like, you want to try to take this back? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's definitely a look. Especially Risser. Risser yep. has a look. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that I do really learn a lot yeah. from the higher belts. Yeah. Yeah. And. You know, you say there's like fear in it. I tend to think that there's less fear in rolling with higher belts mm-hmm. because they're safer, because they right. know what they're doing. Um, so me, like I I would think if I were a white belt, I'd have more fear in rolling with new white belts mm-hmm. than I do with higher ranks. I think my fear is more fear of looking stupid okay. than an actual fear getting of getting hurt, getting injured. Yeah. Dang. That's interesting. Yeah. I probably just know I look stupid. So <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm totally getting used to it now. Like it's, I'm just, I don't know that I'm ever going to, you know, look cool doing jujitsu. I don't right. think it's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Exactly. 
I don't really do anything in my life to look cool. So <laughs> yeah, you're already super cool. You're like a freaking rock star. So you have enough cool points that you could not be cool in jujitsu. Okay. All yeah. right. It'll balance out for you. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for that little boost. And anytime you feel dumb in jujitsu, you could be like, you want to see me play an instrument? Cause I'm really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Hold, I'm going to go get my ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> bring it bring it in your jujitsu bag. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> we are nuts. <laughs> yeah, because that's what happens at this point when I we... Know. <laughs> I got. I, I, I love else. the idea, though, of, of like me beating you up in jujitsu and then you playing me a song afterwards. Like, <laughs> Right. I, I think that's probably what's going to happen the first time we get back on the mat. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I would feel very rewarded in getting to beat you up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if th this is playing out right for you. <laughs> Wait, what, ha what happened to the expectation that I'm going to go out and I'm going to do a good job? You're going to do great. I'm like, it's going to be interesting to see everyone's ability when we come out of this like mm -hmm. my cardio is trash like even teaching solo drills last night like I was doing a few and I was like <sighs> yeah <laughs> like, I'm dying after talk. some of those <laughs> so yeah it's we're all gonna be a little dead it's gonna be fine oh yeah I'm just looking forward to the day that when when we're all back together on the me mat me too me too that will be a glorious FFT right yeah, yeah. it'll be good I miss hugging yeah. all my friends yeah. yeah. I miss getting choked by all mine. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we supposed to have an on and off the mat tip? What do we even oh, say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so off the mat tip for this week is listen to the Brene Brown episode on FFTs. We will have a link to that in the show notes to make it super easy for you. And our on the mat tip is to try singing while you do jujitsu, solo drills or not. And you can connect with us on Instagram at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. We're on Twitter at Beauty and the Gee. Sometimes we're there <laughs> hanging out, mostly on Instagram. I want to know what you all thought of the FFT episode. So what I'm going to ask is that you either screenshot that episode or screenshot this episode that you're listening to and tag us in it on Instagram and let us know what you thought about it or just send us a DM on Instagram. Yeah. Although if you tag us, we usually share that in our stories too. So exactly. <laughs> and you can also, for more jujitsu drills, go to our YouTube channel, yeah. Beauty and the Gee on YouTube. Yep, absolutely. And you can find us on Facebook. We have a group called Beauty and the Gee Gang and a page called Beauty and the Gee Podcast, which we always appreciate. Um, there've been a few people that have like asked what podcast should I listen to? And uh, people have been tagging us in that. So I really appreciate those, those tags. Yeah, same. And we will see you on the on mat. The mat. <laughs> it's so hard to stay together through Zoom. <laughs>